Welcome to Beyond the Reef Podcast. I'm your host, U'ilani Tevanga, and I have five incredible keiki, an amazing hubby, and a thriving business that I have built by helping thousands believe in themselves again. This show is a place for the driven island wahine who is ready to create generational wealth and break free of any barriers that may be holding her back from going next level in her business and relationships. Yes, my sis, I am talking to you. That calling in your heart is your kuleana, and I can't wait for you to go from overwhelmed to literally living a life that you once believed was impossible. I'm so excited you're here. Let's have some fun and let's go beyond the reef. Holy moly, episode number seven, and I just need to give a massive mahalo nui to every single one of you that has listened in to this podcast so far, who has sent love and support, who has reviewed it, who's shared it. You guys, I cannot believe that within the first month, we reached over a thousand downloads and I'm just completely blown away by the love that has been given. And so I just wanted to take a moment to mahalo all of you. And before I get into today's episode, um, every Aloha Friday, I am going to be doing a giveaway for every single one of you that have actually taken the time to review the show, to leave a five-star review, to leave some words, because this is what grows this platform you will automatically be entered into a giveaway and I'm going to be doing it from now until January because I know that in this very trying season, a little extra goes a long way. going to be some fun things, um, some gift cards, some cash, some, yeah, cool swag. So make sure you come to my Instagram, uilani tevanga, at 2 p.m. every Aloha Friday. Okay, so let me get into today's episode where I'm going to be giving you a few ways that you can start to create another stream of income from home with all of this uncertainty. But even when, you know, maybe you're listening to this a year from now and it'll still be up and you're like, I need to make money Um, yesterday, this is going to give you some ideas. But before I do that, I need to just tell you a little story Um, And this is about me and my daughter. We had gone to do some errands together like mommies and daughters do. We went into our local Verizon. And if you haven't shopped there recently, you know it is very corona conscious. Okay, like they make you line up outside, social distance, don't touch, stay together, wear your mask, all the things. And when we got to the counter, the employee just basically started to help us. And all we were there was to do a simple upgrade And it wasn't more than two minutes that midway through our conversation, the manager of the store just interrupts and says, hey, did you know that you could do this online and save money? And it kind of caught me off guard. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, Because he was basically standing over my shoulder, like zero zero distance. And I said, yeah, um, well, if it's okay, I'd actually like to continue. And he just kind of made this loud response oh you don't want to save money and I thought is this guy trying to get me to leave like I'm not quite sure what's going on here but it's okay I'd like to continue if it's it's okay with you I'd like to continue getting help 
not the best at tech. I'll totally pay the extra. I love good service. And he just got so excited. He says, you know, really, that's so awesome. Is it okay if I record you saying that? And I was super confused because he got out his phone at the same time he was asking me and said, okay, I'm going to record you saying that you'd rather pay for an in-person service, you know, our district manager, and here's why, okay? The district manager is really pushing for people to, instead of coming to the store, use the app. And I'm thinking, I don't know, we might not have jobs next year. And then I, I kind of felt that oh, pit in my stomach. And he's like, you know, maybe, I don't know, they're just planning to close all of the stores altogether. And, I've, and of course, and I said, yeah, sure, you got it. So, you know, he was really grateful. I did my little recording. And then we went back to being serviced by the other employee. And, you know, on the corner of my eye, I, I saw him go to the front of the store and sit on his stool. And his whole body just like went forward. And I could just feel the weight and the stress, you know, in his body language. But, you know, we continued to just do my daughter's upgrade. And the clerk, when he I just kind of wanted to change the conversation because it felt heavy and he had these tiny dreadlocks and it was down to his waist and you know I love making conversation in person and so I asked you know who who does your hair who does your dreads and and I was thinking that I would be giving him a referral because I have a really good friend that flies to Maui to do hair and he says well I do I was so blown away you guys it it was so perfect and I think maybe because in my previous you know career I was did hair and so I really appreciate um, the details and the cleanliness and how crisp <laughs> I don't know if that's what you can call dreadlocks crisp whatever it was really well done and so um, I basically just said you know you should totally how long does it take you to, to do your hair because you have so much he goes oh like one to two hours and my jaw dropped I was like are you serious and I said, you should absolutely record yourself. You know, maybe you post it online, like make, a, make an Instagram or something and maybe take some bookings thinking, right, that they had just kind of talked about the stores might, may or might not, may or may not be open. So he looked at me like it had never, ever crossed his mind. He's like, are you serious? Like, you think people would pay for that? And I just looked at him and I said, yeah, I mean, of course, people make money on their phones all kinds of ways. And he was just like thanking me. We were kind of bouncing ideas. And then basically we got phone in hand and we left. And so we went to our next destination, which was Costco. We kind of got in, got out. And I hadn't listened to the radio in a very long time. But I think it was just kind of all alignment to what I was going to hear because I turned on the news and the broadcast was basically saying that due to COVID, some 9,000 households in Maui County, where I live, are more than three to four months behind on rent. And they're projecting more to come. Oh, and that same feeling, but even more intense, just kind of hit me. And I, oh, then I felt the weight and I'm like, man, that is so many families you know it's statistics but truly it's like it's our neighbors you know it's our community that is just suffering right now and more than ever I did a poll like recently and 
that was the most engagement I ever got. Like, I'll just be super honest. And what people wanted was how to make more money. I want to talk about budgeting. I want to talk about ways that you can, you know, help on your taxes. And I'll bring in people how to purchase your first home and all this kind of thing. But right now, so many people are in survivor mode. And if you're ever going to spend some time with me or listen to this, I just want people to know that they are never stuck. Okay, so getting back to our our mommy-daughter time, I started to drive back home and my daughter just randomly asked me, Hey mom, why do people make like being rich is a bad thing? Okay, and so I... I knew this day had just been quite the eye-opener and an opportunity to teach my child. So I said, okay, you know what, sis, let's talk about it because from the Ryzen to the news to like what you're asking me, let's, let's talk about money and I'm going to share what I shared with her and hopefully it helps you in some way. Lessons happen in our lives every single day. Opportunities to learn and to grow. So we live in basically like an upper middle class neighborhood But we waited 11 years to get into the place we are now. And we had to end up buying market. I don't want to talk about that too much. But, you know, when we moved back into this town, kids at her school would just say, Oh, you rich, ah? Like, cool. Why you you rich, ah? You... I'm just like, you know, that's how local kids talk. And, you know, my daughter basically felt like she almost had to defend it. Like it was like something bad and just or play it down. Like, no, you know, my parents just work really hard. And it's true. But the fact that it was even an issue, you know, that's I remember saying the same things too. Um, growing up, right? We talked about that in the earlier episode. Not the kid's fault. You just know that that is how the makua or the parents have spoken or that's what they've heard around the, the people they grew up with. So... Now I know it was really time to talk about it. And here's what this whole episode is leading into. It comes down to believing what is available. That, that's basically, if you're just going past the lines, the hidden meanings, it's people thinking, is there enough for me? You know, no, like it's not fair, but it's, it's the true thing of like, is there enough left for me? Because if we all believed that there was enough for all of us, we wouldn't have conversations like, oh, the rich, yeah, and ho, ho, ho. Okay, so let's do a little quick money lesson about what money was actually tied to. And I'm not going to go too much into this, but back in the day, right, especially in the islands, culturally, we did not own land right we were caretakers of the land and then when the new system came in when land ownership started to come into play it was then tied to money power you know yes we came with the colonization and the loss of place and on all of that but i'm just specifically talking to currency that that's what i want you to hear from this okay Land was tied to money, power, and so yeah, back in the day, the more land someone had, then absolutely the more money and power influence. But here is my take on why. You know, once upon a time, when land was tied to the wealth, when when wealth was limited, the separation was created. And instead of being stewards, and when it turned into ownership, 
there's a long painful history in the islands which I'm sure many of you already know and understand and that's why we have to you know slowly peel back these this layer when it comes to money mindset as indigenous people of you know Hawaii Polynesia maybe anyways okay so I get it like it's painful because it wasn't just land-based it was the ripple effect loss of identity it, and it basically essentially was theft so the money conversation for islanders like i said very deeply traumatized and i don't discount it but here's why i want to heal this because now our kuleana truly is to be abundant to think abundance to create abundance to give abundantly and if you're like mary you are all over the place. We're going Costco, Verizon. We're going back in the days. <laughs> I promise you, I can't get this all in just um, one episode, but I can give it in a few episodes. So this is all in baby steps and it has taken me literally years to get this into place. So back to money. We talked about it being tied to land and now I'm going to talk about currency and what it is used, you know, what it is used for, etc. Money, currency was tied. It went from being tied to land to then being tied to gold. And if you want to learn more, go Google like gold tied to dollar slash Roosevelt, whatever, like you'll, you'll learn and you'll get it. And why he basically took that system away. Okay, so the part I was getting to the whole time but I needed to just lay that down money can be infinite you guys if we create a need for it and what it comes down to is this supply and demand and the demand part is the kuleana the demand part is the exciting part the demand part is going to require some creativity some time some confidence skill building network skill building belief building this is the fun part is the demand what we get to create so you know i don't know if many people have really taken the time to geek out on on money but i want you to know this okay especially if you use the u.s dollar the u.s treasury produces like 24.8 million notes a day that is over 560 million a day so (laughs) Again, let me put all these puzzle pieces back together. Back to the car ride. You know, I had told my daughter, when people say rich in a tone, the perception again is lack. Like they're rich, so I am not, or I can't, or I won't. And the media, especially during this political season that just kind of got done, I think it's still going on, I'm not sure, um, (laughs) tells us, you know, that the rich are getting richer and the poor are getting poorer. And yes and no, but it's perspective too because just because someone is doing well doesn't mean you're doing worse, truly. And people can debate me on this and and I'm sure there's always going to be exceptions to the rule. But when money, just currency, is literally being printed and people are tapping into cryptocurrency and paper and other forms, it is realizing what you can control, that's it, like right, what you can control. 
without waiting on someone else, without leaving your family's financial blueprint or leaving your financial woes to somebody else or even your financial wins like that's on us that is completely our responsibility I feel and it's realizing that if you can create something that people want to buy or you know or pay for your services that's it plain and simple it's not easy but it's absolutely simple so this is where I want to give you some ideas because I know people needed money yesterday nine months ago Maybe nine years ago, we've just been kind of scraping by. This is about getting ahead. So let's talk about creating demand. Because literally, you know, people buy the most outrageous things. You guys, I just got a little dupe um, floor Roomba. And someone messaged me and they said, did you see the covers that they make for these things? I'm like, that is hilarious. But it just goes to show people will spend money okay and it's just that if you can create something and get in front of the right people and enough of them you can absolutely make income so I love my favorite type of income I'll just say is passive income and I will talk about it over and over because ain't no money like the kind you make when you're sleeping or surfing or folding laundry or changing diapers and like literally you're getting paid okay but I know that that takes time. That absolutely takes time. Um, and families are in need of money, like I said yesterday. So I want to pause. Before I give ideas, I need you to either grab your note section on your phone or type this out on your computer, wherever you're listening to this, make a little scratch note on some envelope or whatever, and ask yourself this question. And I want you to write the question too, okay? What? am I really good at that's it what am I really good at and then just start writing put on some music and just bring them now I know many of you will get stuck immediately because you're gonna take this question and go somewhere else with it I didn't ask you what are you really good at compared to her no that's not it says what are you really good at Because here's the thing, like your family deserves the income and abundance that you're you're capable of, right? Do they not? So here's what I want to share with you. If you need to hear the underlying message, you and her, him, whoever you're comparing yourself to can make income, can both make life-changing income. Okay, so again, asking the question, what kind of skills do you have? So many people think they can't do anything. And when I sit with them, I can literally come up with a whole business plan for everybody. Like it's just something like maybe that's one thing I should do later on. I can sit with somebody, ask them about their life and I can in theory create a business that they can monetize. Okay, so let's just help you thinking what other stream of income can you start to build. The time's going to pass anyways, you guys. Nothing is overnight nothing you know there's no such thing as overnight success over time but let's not feel stuck okay so yeah are you good at cooking 
are you good at baking? Like, do you have a specialty? What is the, the food that your family asks you to bring to every family gathering? Like, what is your jam when it comes to cooking or baking? I've seen so many people start little pop-up shops online recently or to take it to, you know, little craft fairs. Um, and they take really pretty pictures and you can make a small batch and you can pre-sale it even before you actually cook it so you know you've made a profit and you don't get stuck with it. Tutoring is another one. It's such a lucrative business right now, you guys, and parents are just burnt out <laughs> and looking for ways to like have a little break and you know don't be a generalist I think when you're going to think about tutoring like I'm just going to tutor a first grader like but what specifically are you really good at teaching a math skill or like a certain way that you know like maybe you learn maybe you know another language maybe you have a sports background and while sports are not happening right now could you help kids or teenagers you know stay in shape for xyz i mean i'm just thinking like i know this one would be huge there are also print on demand clothing sites like Redbubble, you know where you can create a graphic and maybe canva with your favorite sayings or like little designs which if you're into graphic designs you already know you have a really high demand skill I follow and purchase a ton from local businesses like this. Like, I just love all the cute sayings and whatnot. Okay. And then for sure, computer skills. With so many pivoting online, this is your moment. You know, logos and editing and website and landing pages and even bookkeeping for online entrepreneurs that just are not into that. You could create it on Etsy you could sell a mini course you could be a virtual assistant which I know for me I hi- I've hired a, f- a few and it it doesn't feel like an expense like it feels like just such an investment into me as a mom and me as a business owner and I know that a virtual assistants are just aren't gonna be in such high demand li- literally from now on so you know long-term businesses careers like I said they take time but who knows? You might end up with such a huge demand for what you start and you may stick with it and scale it. And the point is, when you hear the phrase passion to profit, think of it as an invitation to lean in. An abundant mindset is about seeing opportunity everywhere and in everyone. I feel a responsibility to speak up, you guys, when I hear the word, oh, I just feel so stuck. You will hear me say this over and over again. You are never stuck. Maybe you're in a really crappy position, you know, but if you would just take some time and it just starts by doing a brain dump, get creative, you know, and people like want to learn how to do orchids and make cards. I mean, even like the simplest thing, if you have an excitement around it, I promise you, other people out there have the same interests and are willing to pay money people want to have those you know connections and so as i'm recording this just know this is part one next week you know like come up with your idea and then next week come back and we're going to talk all about promoting yourself and your ideas and i'm going to bring on a special guest to give you some life-changing strategies But until then, 
if you don't already follow me on social media, please do. I do really want to hear and connect with you and come up with and I'm happy to even bounce ideas. Like I said, if you just kind of tell me about like what you're good at and what you like to do and what lights you up, I promise you I can give you like generally and no I won't say like guarantee this gonna be successful but just an idea it's your responsibility obviously to make it successful but I love talking business okay and so yes please check back next week's episode onto next week's episode I promise you it's gonna just be so amazing I can't wait to learn I can't wait to share and truly again thank you so much for those of you that have subscribed those of you that have shared this, those of you that have, you know, listened in, I, I just could not be more grateful. And I'm just still building all the pieces of the podcast puzzle. It's such a new world for me, but it's exciting. It's one that I welcome and I want to mahalo all of you. So again, check back on my IG every Aloha Friday at 2 p.m. I will be doing a giveaway. So just make sure if you haven't left a review that you go ahead and do that. I cannot wait to hear all the ideas that you folks come up with. Remembering always, if you can create a demand, there is enough abundance for all of us. I'll talk to you in the next episode. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you loved what you heard and just want to share it with all your titas out there, sis, do me a favor, screenshot, post, and tag me on Instagram so I can stock your profile and we can connect more. There's so much goodness coming your way. So don't forget to subscribe. And I would love it if you left a five-star review so we can grow this space for our wahine. Mahalo for being here. Now get out and show the world how amazing you are.